Welcome to Heads Up Hockey. It is all things hockey talk and all things centric around the game. And it's also New Jersey Devils talk as well. And please enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Heads Up Hockey. This is Jersey Joe speaking. So it's been a little bit since I last spoke with you folks. It's wonderful that I get to hear you once again, listeners of the pod. So ever since the Devils uh, were at the draft in Montreal, having Martin Berdur announcing Kate Madigan to the stage right after Martin Berdur introduced himself and welcomed everyone along with the Molson family in uh, Montreal and I like the way Kate Madigan uh, made the selection. Uh, to me, I know a lot of fans are still a little shaky about uh, Simon Nemetz or back home, Simon Nemec back there in Slovakia. So um, we did see a Slovak sweep of Yuri Slavkovsky to number one and Simon Nemetz here. Uh, over here in uh, New Jersey. So I was there at the Stone Pony, and when I heard uh, Simon Nemetz's name, I remember over a month ago, I was on Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews, and I said, we don't need another bleeping center, uh, referring to uh, Logan Cooley and Shane Wright. And I stood by what I said then, I stand by it now. And... Of course, I would be accepting it and wrong if we ended up with Shane Wright, but that's not the case. And I said to uh, Trey Matthews, uh, I'm locked on Devils when we won the second overall pick, was that the best defenseman in this draft and the best skater in this draft that should actually go first overall, in my honest belief, is Simon Nemetz. The kid has been playing pro in Slovakia for 15 since he was 15 years old and uh what was his name coach Ramsey has really groomed him Slavkovsky and Philip Mayshar to be really solid players and very highly touted and this is the hugest uh draft class Slovakia has ever had in a long time and to me uh from a devil's perspective you look at how I mentioned to Trey not just a month ago, but a little over a week, maybe more now when you start listening. Uh, I said to him, we already have Luke Hughes coming in. We got Nemets, who's like maybe a season or two uh, needing a little of North American development in the AHL. And I expect the entry-level contract to get done soon. And I see him being a wonderful stalwart, um, eating top two minutes. And even when he gets old and slower and he could be a guy on the second line that could really uh, still play the game at a 200-foot pace. And to me, he's not going to be the guy who's going to score a lot of goals. He's going to be the guy who quarterbacks a play. And maybe he does score some goals here and there. But in the playoffs in Slovakia, he actually scored, what, like five goals and maybe 
five, ten points, if I remember correctly. But anyways, you're, if you talk to anyone from Slovakia on, let's say, YouTube, they actually mention how well he has performed. And I honestly like the other draft picks the Devils got in. Tyler Brennan, uh, a goalie who played for a really uh, more like a below-average low team in Prince George Cougars. Uh, for me, he was the only real North American favorite if the Devils didn't get Tyler Muschelik from New Jersey. But um, I do like the fact that, like, I did want some European ones, but those ones tend to go a little bit earlier. But uh, the guys got their guy. Um, very excited about um, Seamus Casey. Five foot eleven. He's got New Jersey ties from Miami, Florida. The Devils have a kid who was born in in Orlando, Florida, and a guy named Jack Hughes, who's our stud center. So there is a lot of growth in this team, and the Devils stockpiled a lot of right-handed defensemen. And Artem Barbosha, a big six foot two, hundred ninety pound defenseman, someone who I like as a shutdown guy. Very good stuff. But Daniel Ordlov, similar to Shakir Muhammad-Dulin, big physical guy, can play in all facets of the game. You don't need to rush him. The Devils can wait uh, another year uh, for Muhammad-Dulin to come over again because of, you know, I guess he didn't develop well enough uh, culturally. Uh, in the AHL, they rush him a little bit, in my opinion. So it would be a good thing for let him to marinate. So uh, the Devils got Charlie Letty in the draft, a nice skater who can play physical and play the college game too. So the Devils are in no need to rush any of these uh, skaters. And I really like that um, the Devils got – a couple of other picks, and let me check who else they got. I mean, they got a lot of players in this draft that I really personally liked and projected in some mock drafts. Um, let me see. Teams going to New Jersey. Yeah, uh, Peter Hauser, I didn't project, but he was a later steal from Czechia. And then Josh Philman, who uh, who could easily be a steal. But the guys that I predicted that the Devils would get, uh, Shimon Nemetz, uh, Daniel Orlov, and Artem Barbosha. But Tyler Brennan was on my radar. I thought some other team would select him. But I really can't wait to see the growth of the Devils. But now, speaking of growth and cap space... The Devils didn't get their guy in Johnny Goudreau. He held out, he kowtowed, he did whatever uh, to try and become a flyer, but didn't want to play for New Jersey or the Islanders. He went to the Columbus Blue Jackets for $9.8 million annual average for the next seven years. And I'm not going to cry over spilt milk because I've cried over losing Parise, losing Kovalchuk, over the years, um, for me, I, my heart just, uh, it was stunned. 
It was shocked. I felt lied to. And personally, I really like the signing of Brendan Smith being the guy that can replace Subban on the third line, adding that veteran leadership, and the Dells not having to rush uh, a ball or Hotuk. Uh, if there is any movement um, in the Devils' defense corps, um, I believe in the fact that the Devils have a lot of guys banging on the door of opportunity uh, in training camp there and preseason. You have so many good options that you know Fitzgerald is going to have someone force his hand. And it's going to be a great conundrum to have. And I'm all for competition and growth. Like last year, Dawson Mercer uh, beat out Alexander Holtz. And Holtz needed to work on his uh, body mass, uh, adding on more muscle and work more on his skating. And he's working with Jesper Bratz, uh, skating instructor and trainer. So speaking of Jesper Bratt, now that Goudreau is not a double, I can see the doubles ex- getting Brat extended and getting him all signed and all that. And the doubles are expected to sign all their, I mean, not sign, but offer all their RFAs. And this is a good thing to do. Um, even if they don't agree to it, that means the doubles are doing their job trying to see if any of them want to be on board for not only this year, but the next few seasons. Uh, speaking of the next few seasons, uh, the Devils got Andre Palat, the two-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, he's from Czechia. He will be like our Mr. Clutch, you know, in not just the regular season, but someone who, when the Devils get to the playoffs, this team can easily be a 95-point team, 110-point team if Blackwood stays healthy and you have... Vitek Vanacek, who the Devils got for the two uh, draft picks for the 37th and the 70-something pick for the 46th pick. The Devils really have um, very promising goaltending. I'm not trying to get my hopes up uh, too early as uh, now that COVID is getting a little bit better in most cases. As long as the team stays healthy and they are able to produce and with Andrew Burnett being hired the other day or whenever you listen to this podcast, you're going to realize um, the Devils got themselves a Jack Adams candidate who is behind the bench uh, aside Lindy Ruff. And I will agree with Trey Matthews on this that my good friend said, you know, you have an heir apparent. And I always talk to my other Devils podcast guys, whether it's Neil of Devil's State of Mind podcast or Trey of Locked On Devils or uh, even I talk to uh, the Let's Go Devils podcast guys. Uh, I really like, even though he's 31, he can still produce and be someone that can chip in and he's still a very good skater for his age. And I know a buddy of mine just now, Matt Junio, said, I'm a little worried about someone who's in their 30s. I said, I like to say to people out there is that age doesn't matter unless you have really good skating and you have a lot of heart and push. And 
even if uh, Palat slows down at age 34, 36, you can possibly trade him down the road when other young devils are banging on his door and trying to take his job. And it's part of the business. And I see a guy like Tatar learning to become more consistent, having a Czech and Slovak on the team, being able to communicate, not necessarily Czech and Slovak, but uh, those two languages are very, very similar, but they can also talk to each other in English. And this is good to have a good cultural diversity on the team where these guys are similar culturally. And Tatar was inconsistent last year and having a veteran around will only push a guy like Tatar to be a better player. Now, I'm not so sure about Mackenzie Blackwood, but if he's going to stay, <clears throat> he's going to have to realize he's not going to um, overtake the net unless he makes Vanacek, you know, play a little bit better in net. And if both guys can stay healthy, this team can be on the rise. So with that being said... The offseason only began yesterday on the 13th. However, there's still more room to be done. And <clears throat> the Devils got a near half-point a game player in Eric Halla for Pavel Zaka. So the Zaka era is over. So I'll be on Raising Hell in Jersey podcast later. And thank you for listening.